0: So this is the time where you start fertilizing the things that you want to come to life. And thinking about how you want to develop them and make them strong, right? So if you're talking creative babies, let's work on those. If you're checking in with what you want to sort of come to life and be strong by fall equinox, we want to start building now, like we said, fortifying the roots. So again, whether it's your creative babies or yourself, you still are gathering energy. And ultimately what we want to do is beautify everything. Beautify yourself, beautify your surroundings, beautify your environment. Let's get it so it feels good. Think Taurus, right? The sensuality of comfort and beauty all around you, whatever that's going to take to be able to do that. Now, we have so much support. And what I do is I'm just going to cover the six weeks of our season as we approach summer solstice, right? And so we have ridiculous things going on, y'all, that are supporting what we're developing right now, what we're trying to put together and bring to life and be able to feed and nourish and support others, which is going to be a huge theme throughout you all. So we're still deep in some cancer energy that requires self-care. Forest energy totally requires self-care as well. So this is the huge activation going on is what do you need to make yourself strong, to feed yourself, to nourish yourself, to bring yourself back to life at a higher level, at a higher frequency right now, right now. This is the time we're going to look at is this six weeks. Now it kicks off. I always say we're going to go from here, May 5th to June 21st, but I couldn't kind of slide by May 1st, Pluto retrograding in Aquarius. So we're going through this deep transformative process that we do every year but the big deal now this year and next is the fact that it's going back and forth over the cusp of capricorn and aquarius so this zero aquarius is going to get picked up down the road here over our six weeks and be part of the thread so ultimately we know we are doing some purification and transformation in our aquarius department specifically so that would be your unique contribution at a minimum learning detachment and learning how to work with the creative energies and juices and the four elements that you have in front of you. So we want to pay attention and know that that's just backwards. Juno, which was traveling with the big Taurus crew, there was like six or eight entities in Taurus just a week ago, has moved into Gemini. And so now... Now that we've reviewed all our values and priorities and the different commitments that are up, the people that we deal with kind of on a regular basis, right? The values have shifted. So we've had to negotiate or renegotiate with some folks, right? And get some new terms, let's say. We want new terms. And so we want to renegotiate with our partners or negotiate with new partners how we want things to go going forward. And the other thing to consider about Juno is it's only every four years that it even dips in here. And we have had so much renewal around our Gemini that we have to renegotiate. We're all different people. We really have different values and priorities altogether. So let's see if the things that we've been kind of brewing and working on on the inside, if we can now start to discuss them or pour energy into our creative babies, because either way, whether you're in partnership or not, Juno has to do with what we commit to. So we're looking at our options now. We're not necessarily going to commit just yet. But we're looking at the options and what they may present for us, okay? So for us, we want to think about who we want to be committed to, if we feel comfortable conversing with these people and talking about articulating our needs, things that we have come to the conclusion of over the last six weeks, okay? So how's it been going? What's been happening there? Alice is another divine feminine who is working through Leo now, for about two months. So our strategic wisdom, our healing capacity has to happen at the heart. We have to care. Things have to matter to us personally for us to get engaged or to invest, let's say, right? So let's look at the healing capacity Look at your inner wisdom, like where you're kind of psychic and where you can look and see laser, like, what is this? Does this really suit my nature, right? Can I be my authentic self under these conditions? And what feeds that, right? So that you're completely comfortable in your own skin. That's what's coming up too. just sort of this inner knowing is so powerful. And the fire, when the fire pops like that, y'all, that's a testimony. Spirit is with us. And of course, this gate where we're at the full moon and the gate of power is somewhat of a completion because it's a full moon. Right. But we have this larger story going on because of the eclipses. So this is the second to last eclipse, number six out of seven. We have a total of seven Taurus Scorpio eclipses affecting us, initiating and integrating in our Taurus Scorpio departments, forcing our Leo Aquarius departments to grow and change and develop a new way of expressing, right? So we're going to use this time to call in another level of purification to distilling our essence back to original plan as it were. And so we want to definitely be looking at what again, what you're bringing to life. What do you know is coming to life that needs a structure and a foundation and some protection, some boundaries are really big right now that we have to think about and consider. And notice where we are connecting to a deeper level of power and how it's expressed. How does that go for you? How does that work? We also have to make some kind of sacrifice. I mean, between Pluto and the Scorpio full moon, what are you willing to give up so that you can have something of greater value? Okay, so let's think about that and call in a bigger level. We're talking 10 and 20 years. So We're taking about two years, about 18 months to two years to anchor a 10 and 20 year cycle where our personal creature comforts and personal security isn't concerned, right? So we're redefining our terms there. We're dealing with some upsets there too, some radical shifts and some things that are evolving because our values have changed because so much has evolved over the last six weeks that now we know what we want to feed into to allow to grow stronger, So let's use this full moon eclipse as a break to realign in any zone where you're feeling powerless or victimized or oppressed in any kind of way. We can definitely give that to the fire tonight. So be writing down all the things you're ready to clear out. Hopefully you have a fire safe bowl that you can burn it all in at the end. You also want to have a second piece of paper for your petition of the things you're calling in so that you can know from the little messages that I give you tonight, you'll be able to pinpoint and validate and confirm what you've got coming up. Now, another thing that's been going on is Cirrus, how we nurture and like to be nurtured, then going back and forth between Virgo and Libra is finally kind of moving forward and getting on with it. But it's not done yet. It's it's not going to be finished until summer solstice exactly six weeks. So we have this final little push again around self-care, taking care of your systems to make sure they're working properly, to make sure they can handle what you're calling in, what you're building, what you're creating. Right. So let's do that. And again, level after level talks about self-care, rest, quality, nutrient, quality nourishment for your body. Even if you have to cut back on the amounts or what have you, maybe you just do better food, right? Better quality food. Now, Venus is in cancer as of May 7th. In two days, she moves into cancer, and she's there until June 5th. Once she hits Leo, y'all, we are in the new cycle. She is going to retrograde in Leo, and she's going to be there for four months. So my thing about any movements of the planets, any planets or cycles we're talking about, we always look at what happens right before it does something and right when it comes out of doing whatever it's doing or finishes up. So before Venus retrogrades in Leo for the first time in eight years, we have this three weeks in cancer, again, to go within what feeds you on the deepest soul level, what is really important to your personal security and creature comforts. What makes you feel safe to move around in any direction, right? Think like a crab. We're going to go sideways and backwards before we go forward. Right now, that's what we need to do. We're inspecting territory. We're working on ourselves. We're creating better environment that supports what we're trying to do. Like for me, I want to do more ritual and ceremony. So I'm setting up things around the yard and the house where I can do that. But we all know that ritual can get kind of messy. So I'm looking forward to building this thing outside that I can do that on. So let's think about what feeds you and is going to make you strong But also what is setting you up for future expansion? Because the stronger our base is, then the wider we can expand, right? So just know that this last stop before Venus lingers in Leo and rewires everything around our values and priorities in our Leo departments, that's going to be, again, what you care about, how you express yourself, your self-love and self-value and self-worth is getting a huge upgrade. So that's the other reason to go through Cancer first to figure out what feeds you on an internal level so you can turn around and work on that Leo outside what we express to the rest of the world or what kind of light we share and shine to the rest of the world as well. So we know that's what it's going to do as it digs up in Leo. Now Mercury's retrograde in Taurus which is, you know, challenging a lot of things. It doesn't go direct till June 11th. So right now we're rethinking our values and priorities in a certain way. We're rethinking what is most important. So certain things have just fallen by the wayside because they're non-essential and they're not helping the bottom line or they're not helping you get further down the road that you want to get. So we can cut our losses at this point as well. But at the same time, I want you thinking like, Whatever you're cleaning, clearing out for yourself is in preparation for, like I said, what you're blossoming with, what you're bringing to life, what you're fertilizing so that it lives and thrives and has a long lifespan, right? So we want to do that internal reorganization that we need to do so that we can have some of this external fun and outgoingness and things we can do in the world, right? So with mercury rewiring Taurus, it's food, sex, and money. There's no way around it. We got to rethink our nutrients, our intimacy, how we're taking care of our physical body, how often or if at all that we have pleasure in that physical body is so important when Taurus is kicking. And then remember, we had that big stallion. So there's all this focus on the physical body and how you literally feel and how you're literally living on the ground. So where we're rethinking some things and our values and whatnot, once it gets done, remember I said, we look at what happens right before, right after, right after it too is going to hit Gemini. So we've had all these upgrades to our Gemini department. That's really important. That's our thinking. That's our, how we put things together, how we process information and how we define our terms. So we've definitely been upgrading our definitions. Now, the biggest news would be Jupiter moving into Taurus May 16th, and we're going to have a whole call on that for May 25th, so I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I do want you thinking about a 12-year cycle, so what was going on 2011-2012? In terms of your values and priorities, in terms of your creature comforts, your body, your intimacy, the the food, sex, and money thing we've been talking about, let's check in and see how we're doing there and know that we are upgrading. Anytime Jupiter hits anywhere, it's going to improve things. It expands. It brings in our optimism and enthusiasm. So we love it. But right now it's going to be shifting from Aries to Taurus. What does that mean? It's going to expand all your Aries energy. If you have planets there, and a lot of you do, because I know your charts. And once it goes into Taurus, it's going to start expanding all your Taurus energies. Now, Jupiter brings blessings as it conjuncts, basically initiates new 12-year cycle with all your Aries and Taurus planets. That's where we're at right now. And so let's do that consciously. Let's look back over the last three, six, nine, and 12 years and ask ourselves what we've learned about our bodies about our values, about our creature comforts and personal security, what we really care about. So Jupiter's a big deal because it's going to expand everything. Now, what we need to think about is that it's going to expand in Taurus and initiate in Taurus. That means the Scorpio side has to integrate and balance out with your Taurus energy. Even if you don't have planets, it's still going to expand from across the way. So that Taurus-Scorpio dynamic needs some recalibration. We need to know that the Leo-Aquarius zones are going to grow and develop and get out of comfort zone into new territory, which means your unique contribution and how you express yourself is changing based on some new power, some new wisdom, some new understanding of what's most important to you. We're all redefining those terms, you know, what's really close to our heart and important. So let's use Jupiter for what it's good for. In this case, Taurus is all about the garden. So we're creating things around our lives that grow well together, that work well together. We want to think about those things as we're bringing in things or calling in more abundance or more improvements or expansion. Do you have the structure to handle it if it comes? Are you really ready? This is that preparatory time as things get stronger, stronger, stronger and need more space or or more, let's say, tending, okay? So we wanna think about that. Mars, in, it hits Leo on May 20th and it's there until July 10th. So it's like almost two months that Mars spends in a sign. So after this cancer go round, I always look at it again with cancer before Leo is that we're going in with Mars, who you are and what you want Your desire nature, how you go about getting what you want, how you do that, and how you make your choices and actions, how you do that is all wrapped up in Mars. So like we said, in cancer, it's more about taking care of your internal self, your emotions, your well-being, your lifestyle, and whatever that is, however you're living on the ground in real time. And then the idea is to get totally personally secure with who you are and what's important to you. And how you're rolling with things, so that when you get to Leo, it's fire, it's fire on fire. And hopefully, we're having some fun with it. We're starting to play. We're not so serious. Cancer's a little more serious than Leo, right? So, we're not so serious there. And we wanna lighten up literally and figuratively, right? In our soul, in our energy field, in our bodies. We just want to lighten up with actual light where we're brighter. We're shining our bright light and where we are lighter in our weight and our, what we're carrying around with us, right? Let's think about that and lighten the load, honey, because most of it is not nearly as serious as we make it out to be, right? So let's discern what is most important and valuable and what's going to create more value. That's the other thing, whatever base or foundation we're working on, we want to be able to do something that can grow legs, right? So if you're working on your creative babies, like I would say for me, I'm doing the astrology and the earth medicine practice, right? So I want to do the sacred crafts. I want to do Astro 101. I want to do Mercury retrograde. Like I got a bunch of legs that grow out of those two little roots, right? The earth and sky roots that I play with the most are my base and my structure and my protection, all of that. But anyway, Mars and Leo is going to be a big deal because, of course, what's going to happen? Venus is going to get there and linger. So masculine feminine is going to get a little reset at some point. I don't think it's official in Leo, but they kind of breeze by each other. And in that regard, we want to be mindful that there is a reset going on in how we express, what we love, how we play, how we love, how we have a good time with the people closest to us and how we reach out with friendships and the community and interactions with others. Again, sharing and shining your light. So we know there's going to be a big reset with those two getting there together in Leo, right? Now, the big deal about Mars and Leo, too, is the fact that on June 26th, which is a little after our season, but just know that we're working up to it. It's going to square Uranus and Taurus. So there, that also tells me that we are liberating something that's been heavy, a burden that you've been carrying some kind of way. Around maybe material things, maybe relationships and love and sex and things, it could be either one. But there's a challenge now that we have to liberate ourselves basically from the old way and allow some joy and pleasure. Again, I think this is the big sticking point that because when we get in Taurus and we're so focused on survival and taking care of ourselves or our needs or our families, that we lose touch with the Where's the sensuality, the pleasure, the fun, the enjoyment, or the joy, the pure joy of being in a body, right? So let's think about that. And where do we want to liberate? Because if we don't do it consciously, then we're likely to break some shit on the way out the door. That's all I know, you know? So let's be conscious as we do that and not do it that way. Because Mars and Leo might be like, I want my way and I want my way now. And Uranus and Taurus is like, that's not practical. That's not even good for you. And we're going to zap it right out of you in a hard way, right? In a traumatic, dramatic way. We don't need that drama. Okay, we really don't. Let's not draw any more drama to us than what's going on in the social collective. Let that do its thing. So that's our energetic support. In general. Now we do have a few specific activations I want to touch on real quick, just to let you know, again, where the support lies. May 1st, Mercury Retrograde links up with Sun. This is part of its backstage meeting, where we're again, renegotiating how we want to express what we're thinking right now, which ideas are feeling like they got some juice and some energy in them. And we're doing this review backstage, but it's also part of initiating the next quarter. So let's think about that because Mercury's going to go backwards in Virgo next. And so all year is earth sign. So all year we're reviewing our structures and our containers and how we get things and put them together in certain kinds of ways. So let's be mindful. Every year, you know, Uranus is spending seven to eight years in Taurus. So we get seven to eight chances every Taurus season for the sun to link up with Uranus. Sun is the illuminator is helping you light something up that needs to be free again, that maybe you're feeling confined and limited by. Let's look into how we can crack that open and let that be free. That happens on May 9th. And so we're talking on May 5th. No, we're on May 1st. We're on May 1st. So this is great, y'all. We're actually early for the eclipse. And all day long, I've been calling it the fifth yeah. So you all can actually do your own little ceremony if you want to on Friday. But then a couple days later on the 9th is that awakening rebirth that's happening with sun and Uranus in Taurus. So again, creature comforts, personal security, May 13th. Venus in Cancer is going to trine Saturn in Pisces. And two days later, Mars in Cancer is going to trine Neptune in Pisces. So I made a note of this because feminine energy is working with Saturn, the reality planet, right? What we're bringing into form, what we're building, what we're structuring, what we're fortifying and making real, okay? And then Cancer, Venus in Cancer especially, is your personal security within the context of your your people and your family and the people closest to you. But this is also the feminine receptive that's asking us to have some faith and some trust in what we're building and the fact that there has to be a step-by-step process. We can't really skip any steps. There's no shortcuts with Saturn. We got to do the work and we got to take the time. And so in that regard, the feminine side is trying to make something real while masculine Mars and Cancer is getting with Neptune in Pisces and it's more about renegotiating those boundaries for sure and also renegotiating the rhythm of your spiritual practice and your physical practice. I think those things are coming up too that are going to be really important for us to have a daily physical practice and a daily spiritual practice that fills you up, that feeds you, that makes you strong and capable of doing everything else you want to do in a day, right? So masculine, feminine, working it out, both cancer and Pisces is all water. So then we want to think emotions as well, right? How do we feel about certain things that are going on right now? And Are you picking up certain things from other people or with the masculine, are you picking up your own needs? You know, so it's kind of your needs versus other people's needs right now with all this as well. So let's be mindful of that while the masculine and feminine are kind of tag teaming each other through Cancer and Leo, which also tells us that recalibration is happening between the inside and outside, between how we feel and how we operate internally and what we express and share with others on the outside. So that's one big one. That's a dual thing. The other one that came back to back May 20th, Mars and Leo opposite Pluto and Aquarius at that zero point of possibilities. So that's really important. The next day, Sun in Gemini trines Pluto in Aquarius. So what we have here is we have an integration between lower will and higher will trying to work it out. And figure out where your self-worth and unique contribution lies and how that all works together for greater good. And how can we balance that out so that we're productive, right? So deep breath. The other one, the very next day with Sun and Pluto. So this is the thing. Sun and Mars are kind of, they operate along similar lines, right? They're both personal. They have to do with you, the individual, and what you want, what you care about, what you're doing, what you're choosing, how you're rolling, So I just like that one is kind of an integration thing that's deep, transformative thing with Pluto. And it has to do with your choices around self-expression, around creativity, around maintaining that innocent child heart, like being open and receptive and loving and connected to the light in that way. We need to do a little integration, right? And a little purification. But the ease and grace comes from having options, having choices, having these new ideas or the creative babies that are coming to you at this time. Even if you can't do anything, just write them down, right? And then the big one, Mars and Leo squaring, Jupiter, when it hits Taurus, again, we're at this zero, one point, one degree thing. So everything is baby energy. It's all new energy that we're just starting to feel into for the season. But Mars square Jupiter is your consciousness, again, where you've grown and changed and what you care about and what's important to you. And you're ready to express in new ways. It's almost like you have to make different kinds of choices in order to facilitate that. Does that make sense? And do I have anything else? Oh, the blessing. Oh, the big blessing. This is the big one we can bank on, y'all. June 19th, right before our six weeks ends, right? So when we get to summer solstice, Jupiter and Taurus is sextiling Saturn and Pisces. Now we have our truth and purpose. We have the social planet. So it's affecting a bigger swath of people. And it's more that we can feel kind of inside, outside, upside down, right? But it's earth and water. So we're making something real. We're creating something with our own two hands, At the same time, we must rely on some physical, actual steps and spirit's guidance. The esoteric side of things, the mystical side, allowing for the unknown to have some room to help you create what you're calling in. Because a lot of times, whatever we're saying we're calling in our language is is lacking, let's say. It's not as clear as it woulda, coulda, should be when we're calling in these higher visions. So a lot of times we need to tune into the essence and how it feels and the kind of experience we want to have and not get too hung up on the words of what we're naming it or claiming it or calling it, right? So let's just call in that energy of a reality of health, wealth, and knowledge of self, right? That Taurus part of us that has our food, sex, and money, our basic essentials, our fundamentals in check in a way that we're comfortable and protected and safe, right? We want to see that improved with Jupiter and Taurus. It only comes every 12 years. So this is a big blessing that we can tap into, but it is directly tied to your self-worth and self value So what you believe you deserve in terms of creature comforts or the way you're living in your day-to-day, like I said, in your literal day-to-day. Saturn in Pisces is making our connection to spirit stronger and more reliable and more real. So you have to have this sort of two-pronged attack where you feel internally what's going on, what's needed, what's necessary, and then you turn to spirit and ask them to confirm or validate what you're picking up, whether it's for yourself or other people. So that's a big one and an opportunity to gain traction in our truth and purpose, to gain traction in our consciousness, meeting up with the reality and building something beautiful and sustainable and long lasting. Right. That's the other thing. These things can really sit and support us for years to come. All right. So let's take a little break there.